Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Self-Achievement Network. This is the part four of the lose-lose game titled Living in Your Mind. For those of you who have uh, not watched, or maybe you have watched, we're going to review a little bit. Um, the, the first three uh, sessions of the lose-lose game and let me just get right into it. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, the first three sessions were uh, very informative, I thought. I got a lot of good responses. So, the lose-lose game. Part one was about living as a victim, right? When you operate your life from the point of view that you're not in charge of yourself, you live as a victim to everything, to circumstances, to life events, to the weather, to road rage, to you name it, to your mother, your father, your kids, you're the victim. Everything is against you. The second part is about living in uncertainty. <clears throat> and when you operate your life from the point of view that you are a victim, it creates uncertainty. And then you live your life confused, not knowing what to do, where to go, what to say, things like that. Part three was about putting on acts. So when you operate your life from the, from the point of view that you're uncertain, you pretend. And what do you pretend? You pretend that you are certain and you're not. So that leads us to part four. <clears throat> so when you are putting on an act, making believe, make believing all this stuff that's going on, you live in your mind. And so it's like living in your mind is kind of like, a puzzle that has all the pieces where there are all the pieces are exactly the same. You know, we all have the same opportunity to make our life whatever we want to be. <clears throat> Excuse me. You can um, piece it together any way you want. And yes, you are that powerful. You, you have the ability to do it. The question is, are you? So you can make your life miserable or you can make your life amazing. You can justify your actions and your behavior because, you know, in your mind, you are always right. Have you noticed that? You're always right. You know, when you, are, when you argue with other people, aren't you always right? When you argue with yourself, aren't you always right? You see, most people are at odds with their self. And when you're at odds with other people, what do you get? Defensive. So it's really important to understand the main point of this is that you get to you get defensive and when you live in your mind you're always right not right in terms of right or wrong right in terms of being righteous so you'll defend to the end okay so when your not mind is not connected to your heart and this is what I've been talking about for years connect your head to your heart all the time see a lot of people they just live in their mind okay and when you're mind and your heart are not connected, it's a very detrimental, detrimental in a number of ways. And not just mentally, it's also physically. So let's have a look. So when you're living in your mind, what are some of the attributes? How do you recognize some of the behaviors that you or you observe in other people, right? People become emotional detachment. Emotional detachment. You see that people lose touch with those softer inner feelings. 
they're detached from those. They're more, you know, when you when you operate only from your mind, you can only intellectualize your emotions rather than actually feel them. This makes you feel detached from your own feelings, which makes it difficult to connect with other people on a deep level. So you end up with superficial relationships. Remember, you have a mind. You are not your mind. Okay? There's a separation there. You have emotions. You are not your emotions. People think that they are their emotions. You're not. I can get into that. I'm not going to get into that today. You are not your emotions. You, you're, you have a personality. You're not your personality. Okay? So who you are really is a very small part of this thing that we call the universe. The universe is an infinitely complex organism that is in constant communication with each other on a cellular level. So that's who you are a part of, who we all are a part of. The next thing to recognize your attributes or other people's attributes is confusion and anxiety. And so when you're constantly thinking about the past or the future, it's impossible to enjoy the you know the amazing wonder of the present moment of being with people. If you notice that people around you could be having a great time and there you are talking to yourself feeling confused and anxious because you're in your head trying to figure out what bad shit is going to happen next or what made up crap you think other people think about you. So you can't even enjoy their company. So if you ever smelled perfume, I know you have and then when you take a it's like you get blissed out. It's like you're in the moment. You're one with the perfume. And so in that moment, you know, you and that fragrance were connected. You weren't judging the fragrance for how it smelled. You were just like, wow, this is amazing, right? So confusion and anxiety creep in. Loss of creativity and inspiration. You know, when your head is not connected to your heart, it's very difficult to access your creativity and inspiration. The tender part of you, your tender heart, which is your is life, which is your life, is where your intuition and your sense of pur purpose lives. It lives there. When you live in your head, you will always feel stuck and unfulfilled because your ideas aren't flowing. Another thing is loss of meaning and purpose. And when you don't live in alignment with your heart, when you're disconnected, right? You struggle to find meaning. You struggle to find purpose in your life. And your mind might know what your contribution, might know what contribution you want to make. However, if you don't have uh, 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 your life set up to actually do it, you know, you feel lost. You feel directionless. So doing what you are doing and doing it well is the best place best place to start. So no matter if you're not doing what you what your passion is, begin to do what you're doing and do it really, really well. Do it the best that you can. That way you're setting yourself up for when you do begin to take action on your purpose and your mission in life, you're working on those those standards. I'm going to talk about that in just a minute. So the other thing is, you know, it, it's very difficult. You can't connect with people when you're constantly in your head. You're always, con you're always going to focus on your own thoughts and feelings rather than the thoughts and feelings of other people around you. This makes it 
damn near impossible to build genuine relationships. Even connecting with someone that you're close to is difficult. It could be a spouse, could be a child, could be a parent, you know, or a brother or a sister. When your brain is not connected to your heart, it's very difficult to connect with other people. And the other thing, another thing is about getting really anxious and stressed out. You know, when you're constantly worrying about the future um, or dwelling in the past, you can't relax and enjoy the, 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 the pleasantness of the moment because there's so many incompletes. You have to let the past go. You know that you can't change it. So what you have to do is make a plan for your future so you can feel more secure about where you're going in life. If you don't, you're going to have anxiety and stress. What about regrets? You know, when your mind is not connected with your heart, you make decisions based on logic, you know, the intellect, right? Or based on fear rather than what you ideally want in life. Anything from your health to survival to your retirement days, you know, when you don't go for your ideal, this always leads to regret. Another thing is being disconnected from your true self. And when you live in your head, you lose touch with your intuition and your inner wisdom. And it makes it very difficult to know what's best for you and to live a fulfilling life, to live your best life. Another thing is joy and fulfillment. So there's very little of that. You know, when you're constantly living, constantly living in your head, you mostly focus on the negative parts of your life and the things that could go wrong or are going wrong. This is always, always, this always leads to a pessimistic, a pessimistic outlook and a sense of dread. When your heart is connected to your mind, you're open to new experiences and you appreciate the good things in your life. And when you begin to sum all these things up, it leads to isolation. And when you're constantly thinking about and analyzing, it's so difficult to live life. The purpose for life, what is it? Is to live. That's the purpose. If you're not living life, you're always isolated. You feel isolated and lonely. When you're living in your when you're living your life as it was meant to be, it's a hundred percent okay to be vulnerable with people and let people know how you feel. And it leads to deeper connections. And then you don't feel like the world is against you. So isolation is really, 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 really important to look at what you're being, what's being taken away from you, right? So, you know, when you live in your mind, there's things that you get from doing that and there's things that take away, the payoffs and the ripoffs. I've been talking about those in all of these sessions. And, you know, the, in, the intellect, right, is thinks that you are your personality. That's not true. You have a personality. So what are the ripoffs or what are the payoffs of you living in your mind? If you didn't have a payoff, you wouldn't do it. So there must be a payoff, right? So... When you're in your mind, right, no one, when I'm in my mind, when you're in your mind, no one can judge you. No one can judge me. I can hide. I don't have to expose myself. I don't have to be vulnerable. I can, I can stay in hiding. My opinions, right, they are um, always right. I feel in control because who's controlling myself? Who's controlling my life? 
Um, it's me. And even though that I say controlling, right? Let me go back. When I feel, I feel in control, but I'm not really in control. That's the problem. I can create ideal situations. I can make up anything that I want, anytime, anywhere, any place, and make it, you know, an ideal situation. But it's not usually that ideal. You're just making it up. I can make uh, up the game. I can be, you know, like I'm in control of everything. I'm the one that's playing the game of my life. Things are familiar, you know, in my mind. I can make up. I can. I can. I can be in the past, live in the past, and and go through all these different scenarios that I've gone through over and over and over, and that becomes very familiar. And it's not working, and then I can feel bad, and you know that makes me feel like you know people should feel sorry for me, and on and on and on. So what are the you know the ripoffs? And I you know I can make a long list of payoffs. Um, they there may be some for you that are not even mentioning here. So the ripoffs, though, you are out of a touch. You get out of touch with real life. Because you're in your head, you're not living your life, you're living in your mind. You experience, or I experience loneliness, like I said, isolation. I feel self-centered, like the world revolves around me. Um, and that, that people, when people don't play it that way, that, that I'm the, the, the center of attention, then it makes me upset. Um, I'm, I can be critical of myself and other people without them knowing it. I feel left out. Uh, I lash out. Uh, I make no progress in my life, and I, you know, can't take on new ideas. I get stuck in old patterns, and the conclusion of this whole thing is that I lower my standards. That's the most rip off, ripped off that I get. Is that I have lower personal standards, right? So when when I when you live in your head. You make decisions based on logic and reason, right? This is helpful to make practical decisions, but when you lose your natural ability to think and your ability to reason, your personal standards go out the window. You allow yourself to do things that aren't good for you. And that's really what it boils down to. And I've said this before. Our two biggest responsibilities in life, I know you have children, I know you have parents, I know you have a spouse or someone that you're taking care of, someone that you care for, and our two biggest responsibilities to ourself in life is to create a healthy body and a healthy mind. When those things are out of whack, everything else is out of whack. Have you noticed that? Everything. It all boils down to, am I working every day to create a healthy mind and a healthy body. You know, when you go against that obligation, you just let yourself slide. And then you end up not feeling good. And then who suffers? You suffer and everyone around you suffers, right? When you let yourself slide, you feel bad. So the big question is, do you want to feel good or do you want to feel bad? See, it's up to you. So what I say is go for your ideal. Go for what it is that you feel like you want. So, what do you do? First thing you do, clean up your mind language. Talk in the first person. Speak from your actual experience. Don't make up stories. Ask people questions when they say something that 
may plug you in. Don't assume, right? Make many personal agreements to build yourself trust. This is going to help you overcome all the challenges in your life. You don't know that right now, and it will. If you want to learn how to make many agreements, reach out to me. Personal care should be your number one priority. Taking care of your mind and your body. Everybody else wins. Everybody else benefits. The most, it's the most important thing you can do. Get a grip on your unhealthy habits. Make a plan. I have a course that's called Life Plan. I've been talking about it. I've been coaching people for a long time. I do. I haven't done it in quite a while, but I am ready to start making a, a weekly uh, uh, meeting with people that are signed up. I'm going to make an announcement soon. But you make a life plan. Why? Because it's structured. It's on your own terms. You do it on your own time frame. There's no pressure. Um, no plan is a plan. We all know that. A vague plan is better than a no, than no plan at all. I say a really good plan makes a great life. There's other things that you can do. Spend time in nature. Practice meditation. Spend time with loved ones. Don't be critical of them. Enjoy them while you can. Do things that you enjoy. Pay attention to your intuition. Surround yourself with positive people. There's a long list of people, but these six ones are the, the main ones. Okay. So what I'm going to be talking about in the next session is the win-win game. There are also four of those. Please stay tuned for that. If you enjoyed this, please like it. If you want to be notified when I post other videos or when I post other uh, podcasts, Please subscribe, and remember, if you got value, please share it, post your comments, and I will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me.